There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This episode of Another Happy Pod is going to contain spoilers. If you've not experienced the content yourself, please go ahead and do so before coming back and listening to the boys ramble on about it. Thank you very much. Hello and welcome back to another Happy Pod, the show where we talk about movies, pop culture, all that bullshit and try to keep it positive and optimistic. We don't always succeed, but we do have a good time doing it. My name's Nathan and as always, I'm joined by the worst fucking dickhead in the world, Lawrence Thomas Heisey, but also a special secret guest this week who I will get to in a moment. Stay silent for now, special secret guest. Cunt, how are you? I'm well, cunt. How are you? You don't, you don't get to call me that. You treat do, me with respect, good sir. I will never treat you with anything close to resembling respect. Well, How's your week been, cunt? I don't, I don't care about you. Hello, special secret guest. Please reveal yourself. Hello, it is me again. A girl in the podcast studio. Get out! No girls allowed. Who let, oh, ghost as well, apparently. <laughs> a female ghost <laughs> the worst kind hello beth welcome hello. back I'm you was back on our again. falcon and the winter soldier episode you i was indeed you're apparently on all of our marvel episodes except for black widow last week but hello i know well can i make it for shang chi uh yeah sure i don't see why not that's the next one see. yeah so uh, next one will probably be what if to be honest oh uh, when's that out august nice yeah so yeah, uh, hello everyone. Hi Nathan. Hi. Shut up. Hello. You. How is everyone <laughs> apart from Lawrence doing? I'm fantastic, Nathan. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. A little warm today. It is a bloody warm day up here. I don't know how it is down there, but oh, it's only going to get warmer, mate. Oh, I'm not a fan of it at all. It is a little bit toasty, to be fair. Did not ask at all. Oh, you did. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> Oh, it's very funny, isn't it? Very funny. <laughs> it Sorry, is. Sorry, everyone. Nathan's going to spend the episode showing off, like when he's got a little friend round. 
Uh, that's how he's going to be acting today. Oh, yeah. shut up, Lawrence. Since yeah, no one asked, up, my Lawrence. week was nice and I had a good time. Uh, cool. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, good. welcome, Lawrence. Welcome. How are you? Fuck you. There's two of you. I've been genuine there, but no, fuck you. <laughs> it's because both of us are bullying him. <laughs> Hanging up on him. He yeah. can't handle double the bullying. I'm going to leave. You can do this podcast yourself. All right, see ya. Bye. No, no, I want to stay. <laughs> I want to stay. All right, just quickly then. Uh, Beth, did yes. you, because obviously it wasn't on last week's episode, but did you get a chance to see Black Widow? Yes, I have. I have seen I've seen it twice now. Ooh, what were your thoughts? Do you know what? I really liked it. And I think considering it's been delayed, I was not disappointed with what I saw. I really, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Cool, cool. I agree. I really enjoyed it too. I thought it was a, a good, fun time. Lawrence hated it because he hates Here fun. Here it comes. There but... it is. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Are well, you I'm not sure. a little bit intrigued by the end credits? Yeah, of course uh, I'm yeah. intrigued by it. Yeah, very intrigued. I don't hate it. Nathan's joking. I don't hate it at all. I did. I thought it was he, quite good. He hated all of it, especially any time there was a joke, especially a joke made by a woman. He hated it. Oh, <laughs> give <laughs> over, Lawrence. <laughs> it's such a bad light. It's fucking shit <laughs> no I, t- uh, I tell you one thing that did the only thing that disappointed me in the film was Taskmaster yeah that's fair enough that was it that was hang on a minute it wasn't, it wasn't fair clear. enough when I fucking said that last week was it and, uh, uh, yeah nah like it <laughs> yeah well, you're just making stuff up now it's probably because I'm uh, a woman Lawrence yeah oh yeah no, but yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I liked the fight scenes. I thought it was filmed very well. And it was a nice little nod as well towards the end with Infinity War. So it was good. I also had a, an issue with Taskmaster. I also thought she was a little underused. Yeah. I don't that's know what you're on about. That's because you hate women. Oh, my God. It's true. I do famously hate women. Anyway, um, let's talk about the uh, Marvel's Doctor Who. <laughs> It okay. really is. It's not, though. Kind of. I mean, it is. It I is. don't think it is. I don't think it's anything like Doctor Who, really, personally. No, I, right. Not in not in subject matter. But Loki. You know when, We're talking about Loki. Yeah. You know when the you know when like the the tonal kind of I don't know the feel of it feels like very much something you'd get in like a in like a Chris Chibnall Doctor Who episode. Oh, I'm not experienced enough in Doctor Who to make any comments. <laughs> don't worry, Beth. We won't talk about this for too long. But, <laughs> uh, I I don't think the only thing this has in common with Doctor Who, I think, is t- it's related to time travel. Other than that, I don't think it was anything like Doctor Who, really. I mean, if I guess if you want to say there's a British lead, I guess, then sure. But other than that, no. Worlds apart, I thought. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I guess comparison's not there for everyone. I I was mainly looking at it from the point of view of like these kind of long, drawn out speeches about time and all of this, and then like the way they're always running through corridors, the way they just they're suddenly in a they're in a room and then suddenly they're teleported to a planet that's exploding. All those kind of scenarios are stuff that you you can typically get in Doctor Who. So that's what I was thinking about. 
Was there much of that in Loki, though? Was there mu- much long-drawn-out so. speeches and running through corridors? I, mean, I don't think so. Yeah, there's, there's like a hundred corridor shots of Loki running down the same well, corridor. Yeah, in the show. But I, I, th- I think you're thinking specifically of the last five minutes of the last episode. No, no. What go if you go through and watch it again? There's so many corridor sequences. Well, yeah. Lo- I mean, it's the. I TV think there's like three in total. I don't think there's so no. many. There's definitely more. I'm being I'm being fought today, and I don't know why. I've, I've been... <laughs> no, I just yeah. I just disagree. That's all. But but to be fair, I haven't. I've only re. I've only watched each episode once, so you might be right, but I doubt it. Um. <laughs> anyway, I'll tell you Beth... what. I'll rewatch it, Lawrence, and I'll let you know. Yeah, and no, I no, won't don't... do the same. Anyway, no, Beth. Beth, you've never seen Doctor Who. So I don't. I don't... <laughs> no, she's, I, talk... she's seen... talking about the, the yeah. hallway shots and stuff. I have seen some Doctor Who. I've seen the Matt Smith era. I've seen there some of David Tennant. There you are. And that's practically about it. See, she's a Doctor Who expert. Yes, that's true. Um, Beth, you are someone for as long as I have known you who was, I think the very first thing you said to me was, I love Marvel. And I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. Um, and then probably the second thing you said was that you love Loki, specifically Tom Hiddleston, and you want to shag him at any opportunity. Um, I'm a big Hiddleston stan. Oh, there you are. So clearly this show was made for you. Oh, honestly, when they announced it, whenever it was a million years ago now, I was like, I was gassed for all of them. But when they announced Loki, I was like, oh, my God, a whole series with just with my baby. Oh, I can't wait. So what were your what were your like expectations? Did you have any idea of like what it was going to be? No. Or... no, I had zero. No, I, I all I know was um, obviously in the Thor movies, he's been in them. He's not really gotten a lot of light, obviously, you know, it's a movie it's about the titular character um but i was very excited to see more and genuinely up until like the trailer come out no idea what it was going to be about whatsoever i mean I, I kind of knew that it would spin on from uh end game yeah yeah but other than that i kind of chose not to look into it because i wanted to be surprised yeah so, okay yeah. cool and what about you lawrence um, as it was in like, what did I think it would be? Yeah, same question, basically. Um, yeah, so I obviously I know it'd be con- like continuing on from Endgame. I thought that it was going to be more along the lines of um, this version of Loki goes. Well, I fucked it in in the Battle of New York. Um, I'm going to go and visit some more pl- uh, more places that we've seen before. Try and take over, maybe take over Asgard. Maybe try and do mm. some stuff that in in locations we'd kind of already been to in previous films um a bit like you know how endgame revisited certain locations in certain time periods i thought it was going to be loki kind of jumping in and out of time and space really i think that was initially loki's plan because he did kind of just get away from the avengers and and try to try to go somewhere but in classic loki fashion it just immediately went to shit and he was captured by the TVA. I quite like that he was he'd just escaped captivity by the Avengers. He'd he'd foiled them. He'd he'd started his grand plan to reconquer the world and just immediately got captured again. Very, very on brand for Loki. My favorite yeah, was the first thing he says is I am Loki and I am burdened with glorious purpose. I was like, oh dear, <laughs> yeah. this is how it's gonna go, isn't it? Yeah. It was you, it was very you, good. 
Do you guys think there was much of a divide between, because obviously the Loki that we've seen on the screen for like the past five years has been the Loki that's kind of grown and progressed as a person and, and basically become more of an anti-hero that you kind of think is a little bit sneaky rather than a villain. Um, whereas this is the Loki that's fresh out of Avengers. This is like prime villain Loki. Do you think that was that remained kind of consistent? I... Uh, go ahead, go you first. All right. Well, yes and no, because he throughout the series he was very more like our Loki. He was very he was more heroic than villain. He was more of the the good guy Loki than the bad guy Loki. But also in the very first episode, they had the big contextual catch up where he just saw all of everything that happened to Loki. Well, the the fucking regular version of Loki. He saw like <laughs> he watched all of the MCU basically, so he yeah, understood he, everything. Yeah. That was going he got the, on. he got the Blu-ray to his character development. They were like, yeah, there you exactly. Go. Stick that on and learn your lessons quickly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So he kind he kind of got like a crash course in. In the like the big major events in Loki's life, which which helped him to become, let's say, less of a dick, really. Um, I'd so, say so that, that was always there, though, because yeah, no, um, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. With obviously, when he came to New York, he was somewhat kind of under control by Thanos. That was never really truly him. Like, yeah, he had he had grievances and grudges because of what happened in Thor. Obviously, his whole life had been lied to him, but I never. Yeah never thought he was maliciously bad did they did they did they put that in has that been said in a movie because i thought that was just more of a like a kevin feige retcon where in an interview he was like loki loki was always a good guy i think it's very clear from the moment that loki turns up in avengers that he has been under extreme torture from thanos yeah Oh, he looks deranged as shit. He's, he? He, yeah, he's he's sweating. He's he really doesn't look well at all. I think it, I think it is supposed to imply that this is it's not necessarily something he wants. It's something he might think he wants because he's yeah. Loki. Um, but at the end of the day, it is Thanos pulling the strings. It is Thanos manipulating him to get to I know get control, get the stones, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's that's more like it. Also, obviously, retrospectively, they've that's been a quite a convenient kind of thing that was already existing and had happened. But in reality, the sweatiness and the like, the slicked hair is more than likely just a Joss Whedon awful costume, more than anything. Surely, no. I think it. I think it was an actual choice. I, th- yeah. I think it is something that was actually looked into because they knew it was it was it was controlling him because they did have the scenes in the first Avengers where Loki's going back and forth and speaking to Thanos's like uh, the other. Yeah, exactly. So I I do think it was a conscious choice, personally. I do too, especially when you look at his character in the first Thor as well. Like, yes, he was pissed, but he was never really a bad guy. He was just, he was an innocent teen, really, for their age, you know, in, in the comics teen. and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just a regular 35 year old, 19 year old. I think he's about like, fuck it. I think he's like 2,000 years old. <laughs> no, I can't remember where I, I might be completely wrong, but I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that, like, for their age, if you put that, it's like dog years. Asgardian yeah. years, like he was only young. He wasn't like old. They had the flashbacks in Thor where they're played by child actors as well, didn't they? So that was yeah. that, that must have been fucking yonks ago. Yonks ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, years and years and years ago. Uh, yeah. Fun. This isn't really related to anything, but fun fact: in Thor, the first Thor, they 
they Beth, you might know this. I don't know if you do, Lawrence. They had to CGI out Tom Hiddleston's dick yes. because it was just so fucking big. <laughs> really? They had, had a bulge, bro. Yeah, like if you look up like Thor set pics from the first one, you can just see the absolute fucking unit in Tom Hiddleston's trousers. <laughs> of course, yeah, I definitely do that. Well, and they just they, they smoothed his dick out. Yeah, they've yeah. just literally smoothed it over as CGI. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that that uh, what, what? There is no, there is no better feeling than walking into the post production booth and someone's there. Like you're like, oh, how's how's it looking on the shots there? And they're like, they're like, oh, they're going really well, mate. Fucking nice cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so there you are. Tom Hilson is packing a fucking anaconda. Anyway, yeah. uh, let, let's go into the actual show. So uh, overall thoughts, anyone. Go on, uh, I'll go first because I let Nathan go first last time. Um, I thought I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think there were parts kind of like um how I felt with both of the other series as well, WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It was a bit slow to, to start. Um, but it was off the bat though, it was very intriguing. Like, yeah. I was like, where's this going? Um, I'm excited to watch. Like every Wednesday, I've been like I wish it was next Wednesday because I, I just wanted to know more. I wanted to see what was going on. And especially as well, like you say, because it was 2012 Loki. I was like, how is this going to work? Because he's had so much character development. He's become, like you say, this anti-hero. Or he's not He's not a full-on fledged villain anymore. Yeah, no. um, but overall, my thoughts were, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Cool. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I'd say the same, to be fair. I think this is like... This is up there with some of like it's easily Loki's best thing. Like because yeah. he's had a, he's had a lot of good performances, but this is the one that, like you said, Beth earlier, it's kind of he's always been playing the backup to Thor. Yeah. Um, so like there are scenes in this where Tom Hiddleston really gets to show you what like a phenomenal yeah. actor he is, um, and how much he and I like that it was the... enjoys the character as well. Yeah, I've seen a lot of interviews, and he loves playing Loki, and I think that really shines through. And, and what a fucking what a series to play Loki in when you get to play um, like you're acting with other actors that are playing a character, your character, but a different version. Yeah, um, it was like totally, totally new for the MCU, and I like that they actually took a risk and went for like a villain centric story. Like this wasn't, you know, this is the only MCU thing to my knowledge that isn't that that doesn't have a like an avenger or a or a yeah. or a good person at the forefront this is like a morally questionable guy which they gave a yeah. whole show to yeah 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 I don't, I don't really think he's a villain though he hasn't been a villain since avengers really no um, but he like at the start of this he's not out there to be like like he he doesn't want to take down the tva for like because I mean, he does at the end, but he doesn't want to take down the TVA because it's morally questionable. He wants to take it down so that he can rule it. Like yeah. he's he's got he's got ill intentions. Whereas if that was like an event, if that was Captain America that came in there, he'd be like, "Well, this is wrong. Time to stop it." That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah, I, I I would have to agree. I um, it's I really enjoyed the mystery and the intrigue of the show. It was a lot like, you know, the, those early episodes of One Division all over again, where you just you. You're not sure what the fuck is going on. You yeah. have no idea, really. But you're enjoying seeing where it goes, seeing more and more little tidbits get revealed to you and slowly building a picture. Which, and, and again, Marvel, they're, they're fucking, as far as I'm concerned anyway, they're free for free with these shows. They've done yeah. a really good job of putting yeah. them out there. So, so yeah, overall, I uh, really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, ultimately, I think it was fucking sick. Like, what, um, 
I guess if we get into some specifics, um, everyone was like massively hyped about the the kind of supporting cast of side characters. And obviously, we didn't know who uh, Sofia Di Martino was going to play, or like people had an idea. Um, but did you like how it kind of ended up with with her character? How it you know how it transpired with her? I did, yeah. I think um, I I kind of guessed they were going to do Lady Loki as as a lot of people did as well. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I, I, I like did. That they didn't announce that though. I like that they never was like, yeah, she's coming in as this person. Yeah, there's yeah, also me too. a lot of um, thoughts that she could potentially be enchantress. Well, she she kind of is. So so Lady Loki and and Sylvie are are two different characters in the comic books. Um, So Sylvie is Enchantress. Sylvie is just an ordinary woman who was taken over by Loki and given powers, and then she becomes Enchantress. So completely different to Lady Loki. Um, classic MCU style. They often change up a lot of stuff and just just simplify yeah. it, modernize it, and that sort of thing. So they just kind of meshed those two characters together, and it, yeah. and it works. So so, so yeah. that's fine. Um, but but yeah, no, I did enjoy uh, Sylvie. What about you, Beth? Yeah, no, I I thought she was great. There was, there was uh, to begin with when I heard her talk, I was a bit like she doesn't seem very English, and then I realised she she was saying words more northern. Like, yeah, I think she's she is. So I was a bit like, oh, that threw me off a little bit, but <laughs> no, I was yeah, quite her northern surprised. accent definitely comes through at times. <laughs> yeah, no, but maybe, I, I really maybe that's it. what added to the Doctor Who vibes. Then maybe you were thinking of Joe, northern whatever, blonde maybe. woman. Yeah, running around in time and space doing adventures and shit. Don't don't make out like I'm being like, yeah, or a blonde woman. It must be Doctor Who. <laughs> it's, it's more it's more specific than that, Nathan. Fuck. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Sorry, Beth. Carry on. Carry on. No, no. I I just thought she was very good, um, and I thought it was quite interesting to see a female version of loki there was there was also a little bit of interesting discussion um um on the third when the third episode came out uh about sylvia now she kind of she kind of seems almost trans because of the like the way she she didn't like being called loki she hated being called loki and it was sort of like a dead name for her like she made the choice to transition to sylvie quite a while ago which i thought was pretty interesting What, what, what did you two think of that did you pick up on that at all or anything I didn't, so, but I don't think it's a stretch, <clears throat> considering that you know they've confirmed that Loki is part of the LGBT gang. Yeah, he's um, bi- a bisexual. Yeah, exactly, witch. exactly. So it's all canon now. So I don't, I don't, I didn't, I didn't catch it. I, I thought when she said, "Don't refer to me as a Loki," I was like, "Oh, maybe they're going down the Enchantress route." Um, but like I say, I don't think it would be a stretch, and that would be quite cool, to be honest. Now, Lawrence, yeah. you are famously progressive. So, what do you think about? <laughs> Stop doing this! Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, like, yeah. Obviously, uh, I like Beth. I didn't, I didn't immediately pick up on it as that. Um, but I'd imagine that that did spark a lot of discourse, which is one always a good thing for a popular show like, or piece of content to do. Um, and I think this show is by far the most forward Marvel's ever been about pushing a conversation. Uh, yeah. that, is well, that is well worth having and that's very commendable um i i i kind of assumed it was more of just a um you know the name loki is what kind of gave her a death sentence um and she was kind of just trying to actively avoid that piece of her identity like she wasn't she didn't she didn't you know appreciate being referred to as one of those she viewed her moral character as higher than the average caliber of a loki kind of situation yeah, yeah. 
Potentially. Yeah, no, I think I just want to add as well to what you were saying, Lawrence, about how, you know, Marvel is like kind of having these conversations, I think, out of, you know, it needs to be said, you know, it's part of, you know, being part of the community is normal now is mm. you know it's not a thing that people should look at weirdly and i think if they were going to introduce it into anything i feel like loki is the best kind of series that they can do it in because you know notoriously loki is in a sense gender fluid he you know he, he has yeah. horses for children for fuck's sake yeah exactly uh, yeah. yeah so i think it's it's probably the best kind of way that they could start introducing it yeah and if, and like it's one of them things where like if anyone has a problem with it, at the end of the day, Disney don't give a fuck. They're no. they're not gonna they're not gonna lose a pretty penny because fucking Clive down the road has got a problem with it. Like yeah. it's it's one of them where and I like rarely do I commend a big company for doing this because I think a lot of the time they're like especially with Disney to be fair, a lot of the time they're very active and saying the first openly gay character in the MCU and it's fucking Joe Russo's cameo in Endgame. Yeah, um, like that, and I think that's a cop out. Um, yeah. Whereas this this felt very much so like they they I mean don't get me wrong I pro, I presume they had countless discussions about this and whether they wanted to or not but the fact that it ended with it being so openly said and there's no clear it, it wasn't there's and no definitive natural. way quite natural, yeah but there, but there's there's no doubt for it. it it is what it is they said it and that's good that's very intentional so it was a intentional push from the director herself who was by so she very oh, much yeah. pushed for this to 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 get that moment in there and for him to like specifically say that you know don't be ambiguous about it you know say both so to to get the message clearly across so yeah. so yeah nice. that's good oh, okay you know, good that. on you kate heron yeah, yeah. Um, so on the on the topic of uh, sylvie and loki there has been some kind of controversy <laughs> um, uh. about this whole thing. I just want to know what your two thoughts are about uh, the whole kind of what people, I guess, are calling self-cessed. Uh, I'm just going to jump right in and I'm going to say, if anyone's going to fucking fancy themselves, it's going to be Loki. Yeah, and I this so in character. Yes. It is so in character for him, and I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was hilarious. I, I said the exact same thing. I thought if anyone is going to want to fuck themselves, it's absolutely going to be Loki. Yeah. Yeah. That makes so much sense. What are you on about? <laughs> to to add on to that as well, I think if you've got time in the day to be annoyed about a concept that is quite literally impossible to happen in real life... Um, <laughs> Just yeah. fucking, just cut. You're, at that point, you're fucked off because you're just fucked off, and you must have yeah. a horrible life. Your life must be so boring that you're like, oh, I bloody. Well, I'll tell you what, if I bloody met my old, um, you know, my alternate self, I from a different dimension or multiverse. Oh, I, come on, I wouldn't. Has, I wouldn't give him a kiss. <laughs> everyone has had the thought that if you could fuck yourself, you would. Exactly. I'm sorry, yeah. but who wouldn't? People being outraged about this, Lawrence, you're absolutely right. It's a topic that's never going to be fucking relevant because <laughs> no. it just does not ex exist. It's getting mad over a sci-fi concept. It's like watching Futurama and getting angry that at one point Bender and fucking Amy have a relationship. It's ridiculous, okay? Yeah. But just because a robot's fucking a woman doesn't mean it's something that's going to happen in real life. It's absolutely... <laughs> I, I think it is, anyway. I think it's ridiculous that people go, outraged about this who cares oh, it's it is it is pathetic it's just <laughs> of who all cares? the things <sighs> actively push that that vindictive hatred towards yeah. something that matters and then maybe your life will amount to something <laughs> like that that is just 
to, to care that much about something that's so insignificant and like you say will just never be a thing that you need to consider in life it's just so so just calm down yeah, yeah. It is it was pretty ridiculous but hey ho there we go um the tva the time variance authority uh mysterious intriguing pretty funny um i really liked the just the absurdity of that first episode where loki was just going through the system and he you know he has to sign every single word he's ever said and then they have to print off another page because he said more words and then he's not sure if he is a robot or he might be a robot that was all very funny very well done um and then you know they have that like little animated cartoon where it's like hey you have no free will welcome to the tva we help you enjoy your stay. That was all very good. What did you think of all that sort of stuff? And that, and I guess the intrigue and the mystery behind the TVA. So I, I think that that's something that Marvel have really like, obviously in one division, they did it less so in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because it's a different genre. Um, but Marvel are really finding their their footing with um, kind of mystery intrigue in this week to week kind of TV format. Um, they know how to get a Twitter conversation going along, and they smashed it with this one. Like, because there's there's so oh boy, at some at some points can that conversation be exhausting and infuriating? Oh but... yeah, but I mean every every tweet that said that's more promotion for them. Like that, it's free marketing for them. So I completely understand why they want to push and hint at certain things that they maybe maybe don't pay off. But yeah, um, no, ultimately with the TVA, like obviously the intrigue is there and naturally the second that they i mean it didn't take long for people to realize that you know <laughs> it's can i meet the uh the timekeepers and everyone's like no you can't meet them never met them no you don't want to meet them they're too busy for you they can't do it it's very clear that they weren't fucking real <laughs> like but yeah. um no I, I really liked it and i think that where it ended up going was a really natural progression enough nothing felt my my only concern with one division was that i felt the last episode was just a scramble to fucking finish it um which i spoke about on that podcast um but yeah with this everything flowed naturally and the reveals came at the right moments well the difference yeah. between this and one division is one division was a limited series it was you know those episodes and then that's it loki's yeah. got a season two which is you know, the story can go on it's a little bit different um so yeah sorry beth what did you think no i i, I thought the tva was quite interesting um i i just think the whole i just love like magic and time and anything that isn't remotely real yeah <laughs> because it's a great like escape from our real life um <laughs> yeah. but no i i thought I, it was very from the get-go when you were introduced to the tva i thought it was a great introduction to who they are what they do um that receptionist i can't remember his name where he you know when he opens the drawer and you see the infinity oh, stones, and they're just like yeah and they're just like oh yeah no some of the guys use them as paperweights and it's <laughs> yeah. like what is this place yeah. like, they're just so just insignificant yeah. yeah literally the entire thing that everyone was destroying the universe over there just so insignificant here we just use them as paper yeah i was like this place is mad (laughs) a side a side point because i don't know if i missed something um i know that there's no like kind of external powers that work in the in the in the tva like you can't like thor i presume wouldn't be able to just come down and put some cunt through lightning or something um so with this is that the infinity the infinity stone is just completely useless there but would they be would yeah. they, I know they're useless there, but would if you took them away, 
Would if you work? took them into a into a timeline, then I was I would assume they would they would work. Yeah, it seems I like this Loki should pocket some. <laughs> like, I've seen a lot of discussions maybe. about that. To be fair, but I I think he was just more like obviously the Infinity Stones are great, but I think when he realizes that they don't actually work in a place like this, straight away his more interest has gone to what the TVA is actually about because he's like well what is this place if, if the infinity stones don't work here yeah then clearly this place is more powerful yeah so those the infinity there. stones were the thing that made him realize that this this place is actually something there's actually something going on here yeah. because that's yeah. when like everything stopped and changed for him because he he knows exactly what the infinity stones are he knows what they're capable of and if cunts are just using them as paperweights because you know they're, they're they're that insignificant. Then obviously something's up, something's going on. So it's a it's a massive kick up the ass for the audience as well because for like twenty two films we've been told that this shit is a fucking big deal. Yeah, uh, and then yeah. and then in, in like a very whimsical comment by a, like an actor that's not well known playing a small role as like a little office temp, he's just like, yeah, man, these are little little stones. What do you think about them? And we're it just, we're, so funny. We're, yeah, but and, uh, but it's it's perfect as well because we feel the same way that Loki feels in that moment where we just go, "Fuck, what is this place?" Then Jesus, Christ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I think as well just the whole the 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 idea of the TVA as well. I think it was really well set up just in that first episode because you know Loki's in front of the judge. He's talking about how the Avengers clearly travelled through time, and he's like, "Well, why on?" Why aren't they here? You know, they they're the ones who mess with the timeline. Obviously they should be here. And she's just like, No, that was supposed to happen. Don't worry about it. And it, it all just seems a little bit well, clearly something's going on then. This is just this is a scam, isn't it? This is none of this is you're just picking and choosing who is yeah. who is doing what. So it's all a bit nefarious, really. Which, which is yeah. interesting. Well, it's the nature, it's the, that, and that's the kind of moral conundrum of the show, isn't it? It's the nature of, does free will exist? Um, and if so, who, and like, and if it doesn't, who dictates what happens in the universe? And that's, um, I, I don't know, I guess, I guess uh, I might be jumping the gun a little bit, but do you want to talk about where the show ended up? Like, uh, we, we will, but briefly, let's talk about the, um, the void. I want to talk about the void. The void the at void. the end of time. Yeah. Oh, the the big the what we thought was the uh, where you get go, where you go when you get pruned. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, amazing. Lo fucking Loki party central. There's fucking everyone's a Loki. There's a fucking alligator with Loki's horns on his head. Survive as well. So it's just so typical that the majority of the people that are still in the void are Lokis. It's yeah. Because they probably killed everyone else. knowing that fucking cunt. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So. Yeah, so you get uh, all kinds of different Lokis. You get Kid Loki, you get Classic Loki, Richard E. Grant, who was incredible um, in that role as well. You get a fucking alligator. Um, loved all that sort of stuff. What did you guys think? Yeah, I thought, no. did you see the little Easter egg of Frog? Frog. Did, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, and that was he's very voiced cool. by Chris Hemsworth. No, it was supposed to be. Doesn't he say, I swear there's one line, there's one little Thor that says something, right? Uh, I don't. I don't think so because there was supposed to be a different scene. There was supposed to be, you know, the scene with like Lady Sif. That was supposed yeah. to initially be Throg Thor, voiced by Chris Hemsworth. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, that would have been fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would have been. I just, I just found it hilarious in the void when, um, obviously, boastful Loki has made a deal with President 
Loki to take over from Kid Loki. Oh my god, there's so many bloody Lokis. Um, and then they, and then they all just turn their back on each other. I was like, this is just this is just typical. Like, what else do they expect to happen? Absolutely. Yeah. And President Loki even says that he literally says, What did you expect? <laughs> because what else was gonna happen if a bunch of Lokis make a deal with each other? Uh and President Loki as well. I think that caught pretty much everyone off guard. I think everyone yeah. just assumed that was going to be our Loki. And at some point yeah. he just F- runs for president of this mad world, but the fact that it was it was actually just a different one, I think that could, it definitely caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting that. Oh yeah, me too, hundred percent. Yeah, he just oh, yeah, opens we... the hatch and he's just staring at a version. Yeah, exactly himself. Like looks wise, I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's the thing. He's the only he's the only variant that we've seen, um, minus a couple of like. There's a few in that funny slideshow that we get shown. Yeah. Um, he's, he's the only one that we actually see in physical person that is is uh, is Tom Hiddleston, <laughs> which is good. Yeah. Um, which makes me know as well that like it wasn't it wasn't a uh, conscious it, it was a conscious acting choice for Tom Hiddleston to play the matured Loki for the majority of this series because that president Loki is so close to the Avengers Loki in terms oh, yeah. of his mannerisms. So it's yeah. it's yeah, it's clear that it wasn't uh, like. <laughs> it was clear that Tom Hiddleston couldn't, uh, like, did know what he was doing with the role, which was, yeah. which was nice. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah, do you want to get into the the last episode then? Oh, yeah. Oh what, where the fuck? Like, firstly, was it announced that a season two was coming before the end of this episode? No, not officially. Not it was that I rumored. saw it anyway. It was yeah, rumored, but, but it was not, not officially announced. Because I I didn't know, and at one point I was watching the episode, and it got to maybe like ten minutes before the end of the credits, and obviously with these you get like eight minutes worth of credits, uh, and I my uh, my hand just slipped, and I saw the remote, and I saw the time left, and I went, how the fuck are they going to wrap this up? Yeah. yeah, I was like, unless the TVA just explodes and everyone's dead, there is no way that this can conceivably be over in two minutes. That's what um, I thought. I was like, you know. I'm watching this and it's been quite a while and it's, you know, there's a lot of talking. I don't know what's yeah. going on. And then all of a sudden the credits come up and me and, me and Ben kind of looked at each other and was like, hang on a minute, what? Like, what the fuck's that? How's yeah. it ended on a cliffhanger? Like, I thought this was it. And hey, then, fucking, yeah. John, I was going to say, Jonathan Majors giving the performance of the MCU. Bloody hell. That was an entrance. Yeah. He I'm was. Guess, I'm guessing that's the guy at the end. That's Kang. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, but, but is he Kang? He's not He's really Kang. Kang, is he? He yeah. referred to He's... himself as the Conqueror. Yeah, he refers to himself as the Conqueror. I'm pretty sure he calls himself Nathan Richards at one point as well, which is Kang. So. I don't. I don't think he called himself Nathan. I'm, he didn't. He mention like a scientist or something. He d- like, he he gave him. Yeah. Well, the backstory is Kang's backstory. So. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's exactly. Kang, and he and he has already been announced to play Kang in uh, oh. Ant Man and the Wasp. Quantum oh no, but he, no, that, I, I know he's going to be. I know that actor's physically going to be playing Kang, but this isn't. This is a variant of Kang, isn't it? This it's, is yeah, it's, Kang it's, it's a Kang. It's a Kang. It's a Nathan Richards. Um, yeah. Nathaniel sometimes seems, <laughs> seems like a nicer Kang, which which makes me wonder because this guy seems pretty. Does it? Does it though? No, no, not nice. But if this if this is how evil this guy is, imagine the the fucking unit we're going to get for the real Kang. Because he was saying, look, there's plenty of people, there's plenty of variants of Kang that are worse than me. Yeah. So imagine how bad they must be. I, I did like, I did like Kang. Um, it was, it was really intriguing to see exactly wh- where it was going and, and what the whole 
grand plan was, and it, and it makes sense with Kang's backstory. It fits in pretty much exactly to to what he does. You know, he goes back in time and he conquers stuff because that's what he does. He's Kang the Conqueror. Um, and this, I guess, it's also kind of our first introduction to the Fantastic Four as well because. He's he is a descendant of the Richards family of Reed Richards. He's yeah. he's Nathan Richards for a reason. Um, so I, I guess it's kind of our first foray into that, but not really. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. I think it's. I'm not sure if he is going to be in season two, or if they're just going to hold off for Ant Man, or if this will leave, or if season two will even be out before Ant Man. Um, I was thinking that maybe I don't know. I could be way off the bat, but I was like, I wonder if season two would play after Doctor Strange. I, I think it would because Doctor Strange has already been filmed. Um, yeah. So Doctor Strange, I, I think this, this, and clearly by the end, and this is already setting up stuff for Doctor Strange, and you know, based on the rumors, Spider Man as well. So it's clearly stuff from this will have ramifications throughout those movies. Um, yeah, because Doctor Strange comes out towards the beginning of next year, I think, like around yeah. March time next year. Around my birthday. Yeah. yeah, and there's no way they can film a season two in that time, I don't think. Um, and, well, and yeah, I guess they've already started filming. Yeah, and so then, unless they've already started working on it. Yeah. I don't. I don't yeah. think. They, I think we'd know if they have though. I think. I think we'd know. So. I mean, yeah. it's hard for Marvel to do anything in secret now, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, and Ant-Man uh, and the Wasp Quantumania, that comes out uh, like about a year after Doctor Strange. So, yeah, so I saw I saw a tweet that just said, what the fuck are Ant-Man and the Wasp going to do? <laughs> which which like i know that i know that like they understand the quantum realm and all of that and i'm sure there'll be a sciencey explanation as to how they fit in but but it did make me laugh like if, a, if an if an army of loki's can't get to the bottom of this in there with their kind of infinite knowledge um and, and, you know, and yeah exactly and, and and literally many of them to to kind of take a stab at it what the, what the fuck is paul rudd gonna do I don't necessarily think Ant-Man and the Wasp will be dealing with this, though. I think all of this, I think this is clearly going to be stuff that's dealt with in Doctor Strange more than anything else. I mean, you yeah. see the actual the actual timeline branching off, and there's just so many cracks and, and different branches of it now. It's it's past the red lines on the actual TVA screen. It's, it's past the point of no return. The multiverse is here whether you like it or not is there's branches off and and that may be how we get toby Maguire and, and uh andrew garfield in spider-man if that is in fact true which it is um or you know the stuff everything that goes on in doctor strange the multiverse of mandus uh wanda's kids coming back that could be how this happens as well so okay. so yeah there's all kinds of different possibilities now it's really interesting to see where it goes but it's also really interesting how they're going to wrap it up Oh, I just had a thought. This could actually lead into what if as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, it may it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Hmm. But um, what? Let's talk about a little bit. Um, so obviously how how we've got there. <laughs> like so, naturally, uh, the Loki's are kind of presented with two options, uh, and those options are. Sorry, I think my cat is getting in a bag for life behind me. If there's a noise, I apologise. Um. <laughs> Sorry, Nathan. I know you would. Dis- I know you despise my cat. It's true. Um, <laughs> uh, but so the two options they're presented with is basically the TVA is a failsafe, 
uh, put in place by the only Kang that we've seen on screen, but we're led to believe one of the nicer variants of Kang. Mm. Um, you know, this is this is the you know, yeah, it might be a bit shit, but this is the only way I can contain all the time zone or not time zones, the timelines. Um, you know, and it's the kind of the the shinier of two shit of an options. Um, and the other option is kill me, fucking unleash war. And obviously, uh, Sylvie makes the, that choice. But in doing so, she obviously betrays the Loki that we know. What do you guys think about that? Oh, I was, I was so annoyed. Like, oh, not, not my baby. Not my baby. Like, oh, like, come on, he's come so far. Like, he he's done everything. He just wants to be with you. Nah. He just wants to like bit of, bit of his own fucking medicine, if you ask me. It is, it is. But also, I was like, he makes a point. Like, what he's saying is not like, what is she just gonna? Does she want this all to just go to shit and for her to carry on? Potentially I think running it's, for the rest of her life. I think life. it's more the selfish nature of her. She's she doesn't value the external world as like her problem. I think I think with her it's more I've wanted to kill you since I was like fucking really young. So I'm yeah. going to kill you. I I'm like I'm not putting that personal vendetta aside for a bunch of people I don't know. I get. Well, I not, think it's, it's not a... just a bunch of people that you don't know. It's the entire universe. Yeah, but she doesn't she, like. She's always been a bit skeptic of that anyway. She's very much a case of like she from the second from the second Kang starts speaking, she's like you're chatting shit. Yeah. Whereas Loki's the, the Loki that we know is the one that's taking it a bit more seriously. But he's he's kind of been given that crash course of you know learning and here's his morals and he he knows a little bit better than to not just take things at face value now. Whereas I don't think I don't she think does. Sylvie. Yes, well yeah. I, I think she does because she's still a very compassionate character and one that tries to steer clear of you know a lot of trickery and violence etc um but she's definitely fueled by that vendetta against the tva yeah i think it's a i think it's a tricky situation though it's it's not black and white and i think they're both right in different ways i've i I don't know if i would be so quick as as loki was to trust kang because He's he he doesn't seem like a trustworthy bloke. He's fu- uh, he's claiming to uh, know yeah. literally how all of time itself unfolds, and that's a big claim. And sure, he has a little bit of proof here and there, but I'm I don't know. There's just care. an air of he, he was very sinister. So it's it's I it's hard to take them, anything he says like uh, at face value. Really, I, I think both of them were quick to judge. I think Loki was too quick to believe, and I think yeah. Sylvie was too quick to. When there's believe. there's even a line about that. It says like I can't be trusted. You can't trust, and I can't be trusted, or something like that. Which was a which was a the uh, what? Yeah, yeah very, it, it was definitely the uh, what is uh, love if not uh, uh, what is grief if not love persevering line oh. of the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they yeah. <laughs> they must have this like this the screenwriter in a box that they pull out and be like, right, we need the killer Marvel line for the end of the yeah. show. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I, I I think you know I get where they're both coming from. I think obviously you know. If that was me in that scenario, yes, I'd be skeptic, but also I would like I wouldn't believe everything, but I also wouldn't just murder him straight off the bat. Like I, I know they were running out of time, but at the, at the same time they control time, so surely yeah. they can have an extra, you know, five minutes to mull this thing over. They were literally oh, yeah. outside of time, so so yeah, they can they can take a little while. Uh, yeah. Miss Minutes scared the shit out of me when she popped oh, up. Me too. The, the past, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I jumped a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a Same. little bit, mate. I shit myself. <laughs> I was like, you fucking, 
fucking horrible person. Spooky yeah. little clock. Yeah. Stupid fucking clock, man. I'll beat yeah. the clock up. I don't trust that <laughs> clock at all. Um, all right, just a couple of last minute things to go over. So Loki is now in a different timeline. It seems like he's in a different, a different TVA. Mobius doesn't oh. know him. None of them. Oh, that so, was so sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that friendship like, has no. gone. Yeah, very sad. Yeah, my, my man's will never know his jet ski. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> oh god. And there's a, there's a statue of Kang in that version of the TVA, or, or whatever that version of Kang is. Um, so is it a yeah. branch timeline, or is it a new sacred timeline? That's what it's, I was a bit confused I think about. it's a... I'm not sure. It's, I think it's a branched timeline. Again, it's it's all very brand new, so I don't there's, know. There's no... That was the option, though, wasn't it? There's no sacred timeline anymore. The whole... The point of the sacred timeline was that version of Kang saying, I've... I've organized everything to be this way and this is how it is. If you kill me, then everything erupts. There's no definitive timeline. Well, I think this the sacred timeline is just the timeline, the one that we the MCU, the one that we've been following, the main like timeline. The, yeah. Like the, I know it's not I don't think it's been referred to as this, but the 616, right? Yes, yeah, I think it has just been referred that, to that. Yeah, in, um, and just going a little they, bit um rewinding about that, obviously we knew it was the timeline because obviously the intro credits. The minute I started hearing that music, yeah. part of me was like, hang on a minute, I've heard Are we this gonna before. see Cap? Yeah, yeah, and then and then all of you've got all of the lines from <clears> all the different characters and then, you know, real life events like Nelson Mandela and yeah. um Greta Thunberg. I was like, Oh, this this is where is this going? Greg like, Thunberg is in the MCU, confirmed. Pretty confirmed. wild. <laughs> <laughs> but now she, can, now she can never, you know, what if she becomes an actress and wants to play a character? Well, now she, she can never do that. Well, yeah, no, multiverse, she... I suppose she still could. Yeah, no, exactly. she's she's Greta Thunberg in all universes. Um, so, so there we are. One other quick thing. Ecosystem. Yeah, one other quick thing I thought was quite cool. Uh, I don't know if you picked up on this, Lawrence, but you know, like the whole the scene where the, well, two things actually. First of all, the scene where they go up to meet the timekeep, the quote-unquote timekeepers, um, and they have that whole fight thing. First of oh, all, yeah. couldn't understand a fucking word one of them was saying. Had to turn yeah. on captions for that guy with a mustache. <laughs> Literally <Yeah>. could not <laughs> understand a word. The second one, uh, I think whoever fucking choreographed or, or staged that whole scene, clearly a big fan of The Last Jedi. Yes, yes, <laughs> massively. Yeah, oh my god, I wanted to text you so much after watching that, but yeah, um, yeah, it was quite. I mean, it was very similar, wasn't it? It, it was very similar, <laughs> right down to the elevator ride up and the, the whole the sword throwing moment and everything. It was all, yeah, all very similar. Even you know the the killing of the big boss on the throne and all that sort of stuff. It was, it was very much a parallel. So yeah, I mean, with with Disney, I mean, it might it might well have been the same guy. Um, one thing I'll say about that scene, um, well, it wasn't Ryan loved, Johnson. No, not Ryan. No, but like <laughs> the fight choreographer. It might have been the same fight choreographer. Uh, um, yeah. But yeah, you know, Ryan Johnson just just chimes in. God, don't <laughs> tell people that. Don't tell people that they'll hate Marvel next. Um, oh, but yes, yeah, so one thing I'll say about that scene was that I love the fact that they. Um, uh, the way they designed the, like you say, the quote-unquote timekeepers um, was like just the CGI was just poor enough for it to look like a bad animatic, which made everyone go, "Marvel's much better at this CG." So, it, like, it was setting the. Do you know what I'm saying? It was setting the seeds yeah. early for them to be like, "That's a fake in this world." That's that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, yeah. what is this fucking Wizard of Oz next level shit that's going? <laughs> yeah, on? yeah. You know I mean? yeah. It looked look, look like a fucking Power Rangers villain. It looked like a puppet. 
Um, but but yeah, it was that I did like that and how they 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 know that they're better than that, so they were like, let's throw the audience a little a little hint, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty much it. Any quick thoughts on what you're looking forward to next, if anything? Oh, your- honestly, I don't even know what's fucking happening now. Like, like you say, shit can go anywhere now. I'm, it really I'm, can. The fucking I'm, the doors to the multiverse are wide open. So. Literally, I've got no expectations. I'm just so happy with how things are going. Like, I remember when we watched Endgame, and obviously they'd release Phase. Four, five. What are we on now? This is four. We're in four. Yeah. Yeah, So obviously they'd release that, but Endgame. I was like, where are we going to go with this? Like, you know, are people still going to be interested? Is it still going to be as big as it is? And I feel like it's only going to get bigger. Like, I'm excited for Shang Chi. You know, we got our first Asian hero, which the trailer looks sick as well. Like, does look pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know you've got Spider Man. Got the Eternals think, in November as well. Yeah, uh, that trailer looks very cool as well. But I think the one thing that I am most excited about is Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, I, I agree. I, March, yeah. my birth month cannot come bloody quicker. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm I'm excited for pretty much all Marvel projects coming up, but Multiverse of Madness, I think that is my number one at yeah. the moment. It just has so much potential to be something incredible. The name alone, like as soon as they announced that. And then I was like, oh, that is such a good fucking title. It's just, yeah. it's and metal. Got Sam Raimi and Sam directing as well. Do they? Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Sorry. Yeah. They got Sam Raimi. They got fucking Wanda in there. Maybe they'll have Loki. Maybe they'll have Spider Man or Spider Men. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens. Maybe they'll have Hugh Jackman if you saw a recent pic on his Instagram. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, actually, that's a very good point. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it literally got they they own X Men now, so they could literally do whatever the fuck they wanted. Well, that's oh, the they, thing they they own it all. They're they're not barred by any fucking kind of copyright issues. Um, they the doors are open to the multiverse, so literally fucking anything is on the table. So. Yeah, and it's anything they don't own, they can just fucking buy by now. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, like, for a season two prediction, but I feel like it's kind of a pointless task, mainly because by the time we get season two, we could have had four movies that give us new information and and leave us in a completely different scenario by the time that season two picks up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's not. It's not I was going to say there's not much point really discussing that at all. Um, yeah. But yeah. Sure. We've been, who who we've knows been where we'll be, and who who knows how long it's going to be until season two comes out because these. These kind of like, you know, these Disney shows, they're not the thing where it's like, you know, the same time next year because they take longer to film and there's more production put into them. So so who who knows exactly when we'll get it? Could be could be two years, could be a year and a half, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, no, completely. Um yeah, Beth, I don't know if you know this, but what we've started doing now, instead of the horrible rating system we had last time you were here. Yeah. Um it's now we just give it a simple uh we watch it or we skip it um okay. so yeah what um i mean I've, i'm i don't confident. think we've had a single answer. skip it yet by the way we don't <laughs> tend to do things on stuff that we skip though because yeah. what's the point which so is kind of a pointless system at the end of the day but anyway um beth what do you think about loki uh, i think you already know my answer but definitely yeah. a big big watch it like I think even if you haven't followed the MCU, I think for a good little TV series, have a bit of fun. I think it's great to watch. Absolutely. 
I disagree. I think you should go and get your context. I think this is nonsense if you haven't seen any of the MCU. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if it's know. nonsense. I, I reckon you could have a, a good understanding. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I suppose everyone's seen like the Avengers. You don't. That's the beauty of it. You don't have to have caught up with the last like most recent films to watch this. I mean, it gives you quite a lot of context in the show itself. So yeah, that, so, yeah. So yeah. Uh, what about you, Lawrence? Oh yeah, it's a big watch. Definitely a big watch. Um, just like I did. Uh, but yeah, it's good. Good show. Had fun with it, uh, and I'm just. Really excited so that it, it's kind of, like you say, it's wedged open the door now for just a whole host of kind of opportunity in, in the TV shows yeah, and the movies. And I will also say, watch this show. Uh, yeah. So there you are. There, there it is. There's I think, I think whatever Marvel, this was. Yeah, I think, I think Marvel have proved that not only can they do movies, but they can really smash out a TV show as well. Yeah, yeah, massively, oh, and yeah. and already they've shown that the TV shows and the movies, you know, they're not separate entities; they are crossing over. I mean, Black Widow, yeah. we had that and moment it, in the post credits, so yeah, and it synergizes well, <clears throat> as well. Like it's not like um, you know, when yeah. you're watching some Agents of Shield, and then Sif comes in for one episode, and you're like, what? Like, what is? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it wasn't like the fucking the Netflix Marvel shows where like, oh, you're <laughs> you're strong like the Green Guy, or <laughs> yeah. 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 Event happened in New York a couple of years ago. <laughs> God, I I love most of the Netflix shows, but I fuck every time they did that, I was like, please stop. Just, <laughs> just they're not going to acknowledge you like you will them. Just stop yeah. it. <laughs> You're embarrassing yourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, I'll wrap this uh, wrap this uh, bitch up. Beth, do you have any parting words? I love Tom Hiddleston and his massive bit. cock. Oh his, yeah, and his massive on the set of Thor cock. Uh, yeah. You gotta look it up, Lawrence. I'm gonna do it uh, in the dead of night this evening, Biff. I'll send you some pictures right now. <laughs> Nathan's got him on his camera roll, pre-saved. Yeah, Boy, nice. he's got a whole album just the Hiddlecock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right uh, so this has been a fun podcast what a jolly good time uh, if you enjoy these you can hear more of them Fridays at 10am uh, where we post new episodes uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at another happy pod uh, which is where you'll be notified when new episodes go up um, and you can give us a five star review um, speaking of Beth have you given us a five star review uh, on what Oh come, come on, Beth! No, do you know what? I, I'm, Jesus. I'm such a, I'm such a snake, aren't I? We're kicking you out of this server the second. I know. Look, because last time you asked me, you said Apple, and I don't use Apple. Well, whatever. just download the app. Just download oh, the app, and I'll, then I'll do just... it just for you. Thank Fuck you. you know, Nathan. <laughs> I do, for context, I just sent Lawrence a picture of um, Tom Hiddleston in Thor. Jesus, it's massive, isn't it? That's fucking enormous. Yeah, <laughs> I told you. I, he must have been walking around on set like, I know what everyone's looking at. I'm like. pretty sure during during the first Thor as well, he was banging Kat Denning, so... Oh, well, there you Jesus go. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, what a lovely time for both of them. Both, yeah. both, both great MCU actors with big assets, exactly. uh, which is what we'll say there. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think... I don't think we... Uh, I don't think we uh, will be in trouble for saying that. We've spent like half an hour talking about Tom Hiddleston's cock. Um, anyway, yeah, I already did the outro bit. So, yeah, uh, Nathan, do your thing. And then Have I'll, you done I'll, all of it? 
Oh, yeah, Beth. So the pod, right. So you, the reviews, you got to give us a review on Apple Podcasts. And this goes for you listening at home. Um, yeah, give us a five-star review. Uh, and if you don't, then I will send Tom Hiddleston around with his massive cock to beat you with it. Um, maybe I'll, maybe I'll uh, work yeah, exactly. if you review don't... <laughs> No reviews. <laughs> don't threaten them with a good time, Lawrence. Bloody hell. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry. And he's, and, he's, and he's confirmed by now, so he'll, he'll go for whichever he likes. He'll go for all of you. None of you are safe. Um, hey. Yeah, there we go. Nathan, do your thing. Are you done? Did you do, did you do all the social media and that sort of stuff? Yeah, I did all of that. Were you not listening? Come no, on. I wasn't. I was looking for Tom Hiddleston's dick. Anyway, um, yeah, that's it. Another happy pod. Say hi to your mum for me. Bye. Say bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.